Welcome to the Open Update by Liberate Science. I am your host, Chris Hartgrink, with your weekly Open Science Digest from the web, social media, and news feeds. Thanks for joining us. We start this week with a public service announcement. The United Nations warns that in the next five years, it is highly probable we will surpass the 1.5 degrees Celsius mark for climate warming. This means that the goals of the Paris Agreement are increasingly difficult to reach and acute action is needed. In similar climate news, last week the Dutch court ordered Shell, the oil multinational, to slash its emissions by 45% in 2030 compared to its emissions in 2019. The Dutch court considers the climate crisis a human rights issue and the emissions Shell needs to reduce includes their direct production emissions, indirect production emissions, and usage emissions. These are often called scope one, scope two, and scope three emissions. And make no mistake, the usage or scope three emissions is about the consumption usage emissions. In line with the rapidly changing world and our greater need to understand it with respect to the climate crisis, we are investigating and analyzing the emission impact of publishing based on the publisher's impact reports. Stay tuned for our analysis in a future episode. Moving on to other news of the week. Semantic Scholar piloted the SciAlly project to improve accessibility to research publications. In a preprint posted to Archive, they indicate that only around 2% of published PDFs are thoroughly accessible for blind or visually impaired people. In their research project, they improved the accessibility from 2% to 87% using various machine learning algorithms. Semantic Scholar now freely provides access to 1.2 million open access papers in this more readable and accessible format. Yet, despite copyright exceptions under the Marrakesh Treaty for making copyrighted materials more accessible, Open access makes it practically much, much easier to do so. If you are interested in the SciAlly project, please find the link in the show notes. Next, Elsevier retracted an entire book after it appeared that the author plagiarized content from Wikipedia. Wikipedia content is openly licensed and may be freely copied, but only with appropriate sourcing. And there is a fine line between plagiarism, a professional standards issue, and copying, a legal issue. Plagiarism and copyright here function in parallel with the original permissions requiring attribution, but what in the case of public domain work? That may be freely copied without attribution. When does a copy of that turn into plagiarism? I don't have those answers, but it indicates the continuously evolving nature of professional standards as we change to a different way of doing research. I would love to hear your thoughts on this question of how plagiarism evolves when copying becomes more permissive. And if you'd like to share, feel free to leave a voice message for us. Find the link to do so in our show notes. Moving on to our final story. Last week, we reported on open access in Germany. This week, a new open access study presents results on developments across the world. A key finding of this new study is that in 2000, Africa, Latin America, and the Middle East had the most work openly available. 34% in the Middle East, 52% in Africa, and 67% in Latin America. This compared to an abysmal 4 and 5% for North America and Europe in 2000. 
an open access movement and 19 years later, the performance of the regions stays in the same order, with the biggest gains in the Middle East, 29% points up to 63% open access. Latin America now stands at a whopping 87% open access, Africa at 78%. North America and Europe now stand at a meager 20 and 12% in comparison. Another open access study indicates that New Zealand, not covered in the previous study, stands at 40% open access, twice the rate of Europe and three times the rate of North America. It's these key differences between regions that indicate where the experience of successfully moving towards open access lies. It's exactly those regions that are historically and presently neglected the most in the discussion. Thanks for joining us for this week's open update. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing on your podcast provider of choice. And a recommendation goes a long way. And we would appreciate it if you could tell somebody about us. In any case, until next week.